Welcome back to the show. Going low, powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Kale Berger here with you. Uh, probably dodging some raindrops out there right now if you're trying to head out to the course. Hopefully the weather clears. Uh, I'm getting the opportunity to play today in one of my favorite events of the local golf calendar. That would be uh, the Dick Grote Pit Celebrity Golf Classic out at uh, Champion Lakes. The late great Dick Grote's uh, golf course out there in Boulevard, just past Ligonier, PA. Uh, going to get the chance to see and play with some of my fan colleagues. I know that Joe Starkey will be out there, who I, if you saw on social media, played with a couple of weeks ago. And uh, only got part one of that match out there. It's a three-hole match, so I took the first leg of that. Uh, we will get the part two and part three out to you this week. But uh, Paul Alexander will be out there. I think we might see Paul Zeiss, but I know Pat Bostic, uh, who is coming up next after me, will be doing his show from Champion Lakes there and then jumping right out on the course and uh, also uh, Larry Richard will be out there too. So a star-studded uh, cast of, of local celebrities will be out there playing the course. And like I said, one of my favorite tournaments every year. And of course, it takes some special meaning this year with the recent passing of Dick Grote. Um, just one of the pillars of Western Pennsylvania sports, an absolute legend. And I think someone that uh, unfortunately, I think doesn't necessarily always get uh, grouped with some of those iconic names. From Western Pennsylvania sports, icons, legends of the game as much as he should be, right? I mean, not only was he an All-American basketball player at Duke and, 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 a, and a Pittsburgh Pirate who, you know, was a multiple-time National League All-Star, World Series champion, and was also, uh, you know, a longtime broadcaster for the Pitt men's basketball team as well. Um, just a, a guy who lived an incredible life, a very kind man, loved and beloved by all. Um, so, like I said, this year's, outing will, uh, of course, take on a different meeting um, with his recent passing. I, I don't think that it'll be, you know, necessarily something that is, you know, a, a sad day today. I think it'll be more a celebration of his life because one of the things that he loved was the game of golf. And, and that is why he he had uh, this golf course out there in Boulevard, PA, Champion Lakes, uh, one of my favorite tracks in the area and one of my favorite events of the year. Looking forward to getting back out there uh, later today. So if you're out there, if you're on your way there potentially right now, um, if you are going to be playing in the event today, um, number one, I'm sorry if you are the foursome that gets stuck with me. Um, I think this is my third year now where I am tarnishing the word celebrity or I, I guess uh, invalidating the word celebrity. Um, but I'm going gonna, gonna to be stuck with someone out there today. And, uh, you know, I'm a better player than I've been in the last couple of years that I've been in this event. So let's try and uh, let's try and go low and go after this thing and, and try and win this thing today. Um, speaking of of Dick Grote, um, you know, obviously his his nephew is Brooks Kepka, and you know he's a guy. Brooks and his brother Chase have played at Champion Lakes before. Um, Brooks Kepka is one of those guys. As we look ahead to the PGA Championship next week at Oak Hill Country Club, who I think myself and others kind of have their eye on. Uh, especially with Brooks Kepka with the way that he performed at the Masters. Um, he kind of renewed some confidence, I think, from golf fans, from betters, from people picking these tournaments in him, kind of proving that when healthy, he is still one of the best players in the world. And the good thing for Brooks Kepka is he is healthy right now and is, is playing, certainly carrying over some good form for the Masters. Looking forward to seeing what he can do at the PGA Championship uh, coming up next week in Rochester, New York. A little uh, kind of background information on this this course. Like I said, it is Oak Hill Country Club, just outside Rochester, so up there in upstate New York. 
Um, they have kind of gone, undergone a similar transition to what Oakmont did ahead of the 2016 U.S. Open, where uh, someone I, I saw describing the course in an article I read earlier this week called it the Chainsaw Brigade because they've basically gone out there and cleared thousands of trees, much like Oakmont has done in the last you know decade or so. They cleared thousands of trees. They have reworked some of the holes. So if, if it's some of the golfers that have maybe played there before, or if you are a golfer that has played this golf course before and are watching it on TV, it's probably going to look a little bit different. You might be confused at times because there are some new layouts, there are some new configurations, and there are a lot of trees that are missing on this course as well. But the big thing to look for next week is I think similar to the, some of the conditions we saw at the Masters is the weather in upstate New York can be unpredictable. You know, I know that it's May. The PGA Championship, though, is kind of a different time since they moved it from August back to May here. Um, that means that weather is kind of more of a factor, and this thing could play a little colder, uh, a little softer as well, and weather could be uh, kind of in the mix. Weather could be something that plays a role in how this tournament is decided last, uh, next week. Who does that favor? Well, it favors the guys that are you know mentally tough. It favors the guys that have a good mindset that can kind of focus in and 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 block out the outside noise. You know, think of guys like a John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler. Of course, they're obviously the favorites and for good reason, but um, those are the guys that have shown some of the great mental toughness in recent years on the PGA Tour. Um, also, I think it favors some of the long hitters. Those guys certainly quantify or qualify as that as well. So if we're looking at who are some of the favorites, and then we can pull up the odds here uh, to kind of see, you know, who are guys that, you know, we like, who are guys for the PGA Championship next week that maybe we don't like? Of course, those favorites, like I said, are John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. Rahm is uh, plus 750. Scheffler is right behind him at plus 800. Third best odds goes to Rory McIlroy. And Rory is the guy that, you know, similar to the Masters, I'm not really high on Rory McIlroy right now either. Rory is in a very weird place, I, I feel like, with... Um, his golf game at the current moment. If we look at what Rory has done recently, okay, looking back on this season here, he, of course, missed out and did not play in the RBC Heritage. That was his second designated event that he missed, so he forfeited $3 million. That came after he missed the cut at the Masters. He's also missed the cut at the Players, and you kind of roped that in with, a tied for second at the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. At the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hall last week, he was tied for 47th. He was even par in that tournament. So he kind of won the CJ Cup in South Carolina to start the season. And then he went tied for 32nd, tied for 29th at the Waste Management and then the Genesis Invitational. Misses the cut at both the Masters and the Players. And all sandwiched in all of that, is he had a runner-up finish tied for second at Bay Hill. So, overall, I know that Rory's got a top two and a win, but in some of the marquee events on the biggest stages, Rory McIlroy has faltered or has not shown up this year. The two biggest tournaments to date, the Masters and the Players, he didn't even make the weekend. And at two other designated events, you know, the Genesis and the Wells Fargo, He's not even in the top 20, not even in the top 25. Same can be said for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. So when I look at this golf tournament coming up next week, the PGA Championship, I know Rory has the third best odds according to Vegas. 
I'm not touching Rory McIlroy. Because like I said, when weather is going to be a factor, and it seems like it's going to be next week, or there's always the chance that it could be, coupled with the fact that this is a high-leverage situation, you know, Rory is trying to win as many majors as he possibly can right now. It's not the pressure of the Masters in the sense that he needs the Masters to complete the career Grand Slam the way that Jordan Spieth needs the PGA to complete the career Grand Slam. He is still at a point where he is playing every week, week in, week out for his legacy. Trying to stack majors, trying to stack PGA Tour wins. And it looks like this season, for one reason or another, and who knows why, it looks like the pressure is getting to Rory McIlroy. So if I'm looking at who I'm picking next week, and I'm scrolling up and down the list of odds, I gotta say, I want no part of Rory McIlroy. And you know, Rory has just been, it's not there's a lot of drama with Rory, but like, he's skipping out on designated events, something that he advocated for, was one of the big driving forces behind. I don't even think he talked to the media or really explained himself last week at Quail Hollow. And he's just played erratically all year. He's had issues with his driver. He's missed cuts at the two biggest events of the year thus far. I want no part of Rory McIlroy next week. Elsewhere, looking on this, you know, list of odds here, in terms of who are some of the favorites, I like a guy like Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley has played very, very good golf this year. Coming off a runner-up finish at the Wells Fargo last week. Overall, you look at what Xander has done. I mean, his last three tournaments he's played, he's finished tied for fourth or better. He was tied for 10th. He was a top 10 at the Masters. But he was finished fourth at the RBC Heritage, tied for fourth at the Zurich Classic, playing with his buddy Patrick Cantlay um, in that you know best ball kind of format or scenario. And he's a runner-up last week at Quail Hollow in the Wells Fargo at 15-under. He has been absolutely dialed in for the better part of a month now. So if there's anyone that I'm looking at that I'm really high on that I would say if you're trying to look for a potential wager to throw some money on, I would look at a guy potentially like Xander Shoffley, who I think is potentially a great bet to go out and win the PGA Championship next week. I mentioned Brooks Kepka too. I, I think I'm a believer in Brooksy. We saw what he was able to do with the Masters. Not only did he regain some legitimacy for himself, but he established some legitimacy for Liv with the way he was able to play through, you know, what? 60 or 54 holes? I mean, the, the three days that he played well did not have the finish and push John Ron the way everyone wanted on Sunday, but still... I think Brooks Kepka's healthy, and I think he is a guy that we've continued to see time and time again who rises to the occasion when it comes to major championships. It's long been established that that's all Brooks Kepka cares about. He cares about the majors. He gets up for the majors. He performs well at the majors. And when healthy, he has shown us that he can still be one of the best players in the world. So two guys I like, Xander Shoffley, plus 2,000, Brooks Kepka, plus 2,000. Who are your picks for the PGA Championship? You can tweet me at Kale underscore Berger. You can also tweet the show and follow the show on social media at Going Low 
fan. More to come here on the show. Coming up next, I want to share a story with you about a kind of crazy, ridiculous scenario playing out at the D3 uh, Women's Golf Championship of a hole that was just absolutely diabolical that actually resulted in them having to cancel a round because a hole was deemed too difficult and unfair. We'll talk about that coming up next, and then we'll uh, get you off into your Saturday as you get out on the course. It's Kale Berger for Going Low, powered by Bowser Chevrolet on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.